Talk Radio. Free Talk Live. Ladies and gentlemen, the system has grown out of control. The government is stealing from the people by debasing the currency. There are constant FBI raids on peaceful people. Cops are killing people in the streets. The president is provoking a war with a major nuclear power. What can the people hope to do about this? The peaceful revolution needs to begin and it ain't gonna happen while people are willing to sit around and take it. Nobody is telling the truth. Nobody has your best interests in mind. Nobody is looking out for you. And nobody is coming to save you. And nobody is back! (laughs) Welcome back, nobody. Wow. Thank you. The crowd's gone wild. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Welcome back. It has been way, way, way too long. Oh, yeah. You were missed, my friend. You too, man. And uh, now uh, the our masters, our federal masters, have allowed you to speak again. Indeed, as long as I don't mas- as long as I don't bait them too much. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to bait those guys. I mean, they don't deserve it. They didn't. Yeah, it. I can't help it though. I'm a master baiter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they, there was, I, I mean, just for a little bit of history for listeners that don't, you know, maybe there's somebody tuning in for the first time tonight. Um, our homes were raided on March 16th. We're not supposed to talk about the case, but mm-hmm. I think we can talk about the past and, you know, what has happened to, to bring us to this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, they, they arrested six people. Uh, you and I were two of the six, the Crypto Six, as they've been called. One could go to thecrypto6.com to learn more about the case. Uh, but we're accused of all manner of Bitcoin-related quote-unquote crimes with uh, with no victim. And they kept me in a jail cell for 69 days and you for approximately six months mm-hmm. uh, before finally deciding with that... mother rapers, father stabbers, <laughs> father rapers, sitting right there with me on the Group W bench. <laughs> um, and you were uh, you were let out. With some pretty restricted bail conditions. I was also let out with some very restricted bail conditions. I have an ankle monitor. You do not. No, no. Um, you were told you could not speak publicly. I was allowed to speak publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both not allowed to use cryptocurrency. No. Yeah. And we're also prohibited from doing, you know, marijuanas <laughs> or anything like that. And it smells a lot different in the studio tonight. Yeah, yeah, that is one way we will not be able to celebrate tonight, unfortunately, <laughs> and that is it's a real true. bummer. But uh, if you want to join us here, maybe you've been waiting to hear the return of Nobody. He's back, and he's with us for the whole show here tonight until you know future further notice. You're back on Free Talk Live. Uh, 603-283-6160 is the number. That's 603-283-6160. So um, there's obviously a lot we can talk about, but you haven't been on the air for, I mean, you did call in, I think, a couple times, right, while you were in a jail cell? Well, I was in jail. Yeah. I, I, pretty much until you got out, I could call in. And, right. and then you were on the air, so I was like, yeah, I can't do that. Right, because they don't let, for whatever reason, they don't let co-defendants talk to one another, I guess, as a general mm-hmm. rule in criminal cases. And just for being accused of doing a crime, not having been proven of been 
you know, doing any crime. Yeah, that's a good point. We have not uh, gone to court yet. This uh, We've not been found guilty of anything, but yet our rights have been stripped from us as people who are sitting on, on bail conditions. And that's that's a pretty frustrating situation for people that actually care about rights, for mm-hmm. people that actually believe uh, in freedom. It's it's. It's disgraceful yeah. the way the uh, the way the feds behave. The whole thing. I mean, yeah. from t- from from top to bottom. Um, so the again, phones are open. You can bring up what you want. I do want to talk about the Freedom Convoy tonight. That's for sure. That's yeah. Been- in the news, you have been following this as well, but up until this point, you haven't been able to express yourself in any meaningful sense on any kind of platform, quote unquote. You can't mm-hmm. use Twitter. You can't use, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is. Um, although now you might be able to use social.freetalklive.com since that's an arm of the show. It's a technical aspect of the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'd, I'd, I would consider that part of my outreach duties. So. Right. So that's a possibility. Um, and, you know, our chat server, I, I think you're, you probably would be allowed to use that since you can do technical, you know, things for the mm-hmm. show. Um, I'm on the chat server as well. I'm also over at social.freetalklive.com. So those are some ways. I'm but, also on the Matrix. Yes. And you couldn't do, like, you couldn't even do, like, an interview. Like if uh, somebody on a TV station wanted to interview you about the situation, they would tell you. They you didn't right? specifically say interviews, and I did do one uh, one interview. Mm. Um, I should I was supposed to do two interviews, but I came down with COVID for the second one. Oh wow! Um, How the, was that, by the way? Uh, well, I, I mean, I lay in bed and sweated like a bastard for a week, and then I was okay. Okay. Was it like the worst thing you've been through as far as a it sickness? It wasn't nearly as bad as the lockdowns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd, I'd take COVID over the lockdowns yeah. any day. Well, to be fair, though, I mean, did we really have a lockdown in New Hampshire, or was it just a su- strong suggestion? Well, it, it wasn't so much a lockdown. They called it stay at home. It was, it was, it was a freeze out, because there was... Nobody was doing anything. There was no music. Yeah, that's there was true. no no fun. No anything. No I remember karaoke. we went to that one. What was it? A comedy show? Yeah, there was uh, there was uh, Jim Brewer. Had yeah, come to, uh, to Keen. and and they yelled at you for getting twenty feet away from the car. Right while he was trashing the lockdowns on the stage, mm. while he was trashing the restrictions, the uh, you know the. The self-appointed security agents or whatever were trying to enforce them. It was quite the uh, contradictory, ironic situation that we had to deal with there. But his comedy was good. I can't believe they've got the sheep in masks again. Oh, in Keen, you in, mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all the sheeple in Keen are all masky. Yeah. Is it really that hard to believe, though? Yeah. <laughs> it is Keen. It is Keen. After all. Neato Keen. Yeah. I, I love Keen and I hate Keen at the same time. <laughs> I think Bonnie feels kind of similar. Yeah, I agree. About hundred percent. Sometimes more towards the hatred. So. I don't yeah. know where else I'd rather be, though. I mean, I think Keene's a, a cool little town, all things considered, and the people here mm-hmm. are 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 pretty good. They're yeah, pretty good. yeah, they are, and and the people who who care about liberty are great. When they meet another one, they really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you know. But you know, we we basically came to Keene. Because we knew we were going to do a lot of civil disobedience, we right. knew that was going to annoy the 
the neighbors, so he went to a town that was a lost cause. That's how I remember <laughs> that's the true. decision being made to go to Keene. <laughs> that's, that's definitely something that I considered when I moved here. It was like, okay, well, this is going to be one of the most statist areas of mm-hmm. New Hampshire, one of the most lefty areas. You're close to Vermont, you're close to Massachusetts, and there's a college in the town. So like, you've got all three of those factors to, Not much of a co- to consider. Well, I mean, <laughs> they're there. There's 4,000 4, students or whatever. And yeah. see, I, I grew up in Ann Arbor, Michigan, right. with hundred thousand townies and fifty thousand students. Well, by the way, did you hear Ann Arbor uh, has decriminalized mushrooms? And I other did. Like that isn't that interesting? I did. Well, that's the thing. Ann Arbor was always good for that. Mm-hmm. I got they. Um, I got caught with weed when I was a kid. They wrote me a five dollar ticket. Wow. <laughs> and that was Damn. that was the city ordinance. When was that? The seventies um, or eighties? Uh, that was in the late eighties, and it stayed that way until uh, the late nineties. But mm-hmm. basically, the the town council, uh, the city council, they couldn't legalize it. But what they did is they instituted a five dollar fine for possession of marijuana, and then they forbade as a matter of policy the police from charging you under the state law, which was much uh, okay. harsher. So they nice. that was their loophole that allowed them to come as close as they could to legalizing it. Hmm. So there were good things about Ann Arbor. Yeah. Although last time I was there, I got thrown out of every Ann Arbor Facebook group because I'd say something about guns and they'd just be like, yeah, you're out of oh here. <laughs> I couldn't stay there. Wow. Well, we're glad to have you here. The phones are open. You can join us. We're going to talk about the Freedom Convoy and the latest, which is not good news, at least as far as a fundraising perspective. The good news is they're still there. They, they, they tried to use GoFundMe. They shut them what down, were they didn't thinking? they? Yeah. Don't use GoFundMe. Yeah. GoFundMe is a bunch of crooks. Yeah. What is the alternative, though? That, that's a question that I've been asking for the last few days. What's a the website and crypto. Well, obviously, yes. Um, but... As far as people that don't have crypto, they want to use a uh, credit card or a, or a uh, debit well, card. If you want to I donate, can build you a system. <laughs> if you want to donate programmer. badly enough, you can figure it out. I'm just saying, there's probably already something out there. Why rebuild the wheel if somebody already did it? More coming up. Nothing's done right. Talk live phones open here if you want to join us. Maybe you want to talk to nobody for the first time in mostly a year, close to a year. Uh, you can do that. The number is 603-283-6160. It's Ian Bonnie and nobody in the studio tonight. 603-283-6160. And uh, we're raising money for Give Directly, which is the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. And by extreme, I mean they have to walk for miles to get some water that they can drink. That's the kind of poverty we're talking about. Families in Bamet and Califi counties in Kenya who are in need, uh, the folks over at Give Directly are giving money directly to people in need. And they find that giving cash to people living in poverty can drive a range of important positive changes in their lives like employment, nutrition, health, and education and it allows the individual to invest in what they need rather than having organizations or people thousands of miles away deciding for them. So if you support that vision of how to help people, then get over to give.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live will be matching your contributions 
up to $30,000 in total. That's give.freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones to the fun here. We've got Rob in Vermont. You're on Free Talk Live. Rob, you're on with nobody. Thanks, uh, Ian. Hi, nobody. Hey, how you doing, Rob? Oh, man, I miss not hearing from you, brother. (laughs) Yeah, I miss you too, man. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I wondered, had you heard that uh, the Lori list is now out? Do you know what that is, nobody? The the Loring? It's called the Lori List in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah, the crooked cops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the crookeder than most cops. (laughs) Exactly. And I, I wondered if you've uh, uh, if you have gone over that or if you've seen the list at all. I have not. I wonder if the guy who busted me for being a felon in possession of a garden tools on it. Oh, good question. If you know his name, they uh, I I I only looked for the ones that were in Keene because those are really the only ones that I I know. Uh, but there's what like a few pages worth of them, right, Rob? Yeah, there was the, a list of ninety names came out. And then the same day, the attorney general's office redacted about ten or fifteen names. Yep, they're mm. still covering their, uh, you know, protecting their own. In this we, case, right? We went to court for one of our friends just to film, and there was somebody else we knew there, and they told us that they tried to use the Lori list in court as uh, proof that this cop was crooked because he was on the Lori list, and the. Uh, judge, I mean, like, of course, the prosecution or whatever was like, no, that um, objection, that's not relevant. And the the judge got mad. The judge was like, I'm not accepting this in my court, even though it's like, you know, <clears throat> it's real. Well, well it's evidence. What, what, he doesn't want to deal with names, evidence. <laughs> one one of the names that that was on the list, but was taken off because they, you know, had filed an appeal so they could try to get off was. Uh, Jim McLaughlin. That's uh, a keen cop. He was a keen detective, and back in 1985, he was reprimanded for uh, falsifying of records. Oh. Well, he um, is the for keen... falsifying a what? Records. Oh. He was the keen cop, or is, I think he's still there. He's the one that does all the undercover pretend to be a teenage girl or boy online and get people to want to like you know meet him for sex what kind of freak do you have He's to be to uh want that job yeah and i think he also does their other sex stings where there was one guy who um a few years ago in Keene got arrested at the mcdonald's in the parking lot because he was going to meet what he thought was a college girl to have paid intercourse with and uh and it turned out to be the Keene police ruined so, that guy's life over yeah. Almost having sex with a twenty-one-year-old yeah, or something. Exactly. Good lord. Right. So, if you can't fi- you- if you if you can't go to a twenty-one-year-old, who can you go to? <laughs> well, what he was doing is he was setting off child pornography. Like he did that to somebody over here in Vermont. Sent them off pictures of you know children in sexual positions, and you know for some unknown reason this guy came to Keene. And then met up with McLaughlin. I don't know. Wow. Thanks, Rob. Anything else you want to share tonight? No, but welcome back, uh, nobody. And I'm uh, smoking a doobie for you, brother. 
Oh, Groovy. Take You're going to have to do it for me for a little while. Yeah, take an extra toke for me. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate yep. hearing from you tonight. The number, if you want to join us here, is 603-283-6160. And, of course, something like the Lori List, is that, and that's just the name of it here in New Hampshire, uh, it, you know, it only scratches the surface. These are the guys that mm-hmm. were so egregiously bad that they had to get written up, that there was something mm-hmm. that they just couldn't avoid, they couldn't excuse, and they had to create a record on, you know, they couldn't just get a stern talking to. It's like when somebody works for the mafia and they do do something so horrible that the mafia kills them for it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, in this case, almost all of them were still on the job. They just, there's a record yeah. And the the like ACLU and other uh, rights groups have been fighting for years to make this list public. It had been secret, it, and it finally somebody uncovered its existence, like, I don't know, a decade or two ago. And they've been fighting ever since to actually reveal the information on that list. So finally, some court They only them keep to. lists of crooked cops so the politicians know where to go when they've got a plum assignment. Hmm. Yeah, I was just wondering, who keeps the list? It is the government? The attorney general, I believe, wow. which is the top cop. So it's the government, mm-hmm. you know, the cops Big themselves. Cop. When you yeah. want something shady got done, he knows exactly where to go. <laughs> right. He's got a little list. Uh, so That's why I always enjoyed taking confession. We were talking about the, or going to get into the Freedom Convoy, and this is a pretty big story. We've been covering it and now for more than a week. Uh, the, the big run-up, of course, was last week as they were traveling from the uh, Vancouver, so the West Coast in Canada, all the way over to Ottawa, which is the capital mm-hmm. uh, in Canada. Many of them arrived a week ago, so f- this last Friday. The official day of the occupation, if you will, began on Saturday, where truckers uh, were parked and are, from what I can tell, still parked out in front mm-hmm. of uh, Parliament there, the Parliament building, and occupying not the entire street. There is still a lane open, so I believe if there's like an ambulance or something that needs to get mm. through, that can They're still happen. They're intentionally not blocking traffic. Right, and I thought that was interesting because they were being accused of doing that, but they actually weren't. They've been accused of a lot oh, yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And lies. Yeah, it absolutely is. So they... Organizers, some of them, two of them, uh, went on to the um, GoFundMe site, which has has been notorious for taking down freedom-friendly fundraisers in the last few years. They're scum. Yeah. And they managed to raise $10 million, 10 million Canadian dollars on this fundraiser in the course of about- That's like 3 million Americans. No, it's more than that. (laughs) In the course of, I don't know, 10 days- so they're raising like, you know, a million dollars a day on average for this wow. thing. It was Nine absolutely Canadian dollars. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. And then what do you know? Beauty, eh? What do you know? <laughs> they froze the fundraiser. After they yeah. reached their goal, which was the goal was ten million, and they reached ten point one. Well, they let them raise as much as possible yeah. because then GoFundMe gets to earn interest on that money. Oh, um, it sounds much worse than that, nobody. We'll tell you what they Are they gonna steal it, you think? Uh, I'm gonna read their statement. GoFundMe has made a statement about this, and uh, you will decide for yourself what they're planning to do with the $10 million, because it seems pretty nasty to me. I got some suggestions for you. Yeah, more coming up here. This is Free Talk (laughs) Live. You can join us. 
Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com It's Free Talk Live. Phones are open if you want to join the show. And nobody's back. Nobody's back. It's Ian, Bonnie, and nobody in the studio tonight. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We've been following the Freedom Convoy pretty closely here on Free Talk Live over the last couple of weeks. I have not heard any updates today besides this one, and it's a big one. This is a $10 million update, and it's not in a good... I have an update. It's not in a good way. You've got an update on the Freedom Convoy? Yeah, about the what the military said. Ooh, yeah, I definitely want to hear about that. The Canadian military has apparently weighed in hmm. on this situation. Uh, but first, from Medium.com. So I had pulled up the GoFundMe fundraiser, which had been at over $10 million Canadian dollars for the last few days. They, quote-unquote, had paused the fundraiser as of probably two or so days ago yesterday it was still there was still paused earlier today it was still paused and then i noticed that the url is now forwarding to an article written by gofundme on the medium.com site update gofundme statement on the freedom convoy 2022 fundraiser to ensure gofundme remains a trusted platform we work with local authorities. Oh, to ins- that's not going to assure that you become trusted. Nope. Yeah, didn't trust you before you said that. Sure <laughs> as hell don't trust you now. <laughs> to ensure we have a detailed, factual understanding of events taking place on the ground. Because you can always trust the police to give you a true... Uh, you know, unbiased view of what's going on. Nobody somewhere. tells the truth. Oh yeah, just look at how there is no misinformation coming out of the government about COVID. No, right? <laughs> they didn't call the uh, call the uh, wet market. They, they, you know, they were so honest about the wet market. They didn't didn't call anybody a conspiracy theorist for noting the obvious that it came out right next to Wuhan lab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Following a review of the relevant facts and multiple discussions with local law enforcement and city officials, this fundraiser is now in violation of our terms of service, specifically Term 8, which prohibits the promotion of violence and harassment and has been removed from the platform. So what violence were they promoting? I looked at this thing and it doesn't say it didn't say anything about violence. It didn't say anything about harassment. So what are they talking about? Well, they were trying to make the cops kill them. The, the truckers? <laughs> yes, they were promoting violence against themselves <laughs> by the government, which is so, so good at violence. Well, the interesting thing is the cops haven't really done much as far as like enforcing on this. The, the cops are almost, I mean, they're almost on the side of the good guys here. They're hating this whole being nanny to everybody. That's true. Is mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. I, I, and they didn't like the vaccine mandates themselves. A lot of them quit. Yeah. Here in Keene, it's true that all the police officers 
agree that they don't want to enforce the mask mandates. That's correct. And we've heard that from cops, multiple cops. Yep. Now they won't, the, the police chief will not say that publicly because he's a politician. Hmm. He answers to the city council and he has to play both sides. Like he knows, we're just talking about Keene. I I can't speak for Ottawa, but in, in Keene, it's the same kind of monsters. I suspect it's, it's very similar there. In Keene, the rank-and-file officers do not want to enforce things like a mask mandate. We don't have a vaccine mandate in New Hampshire. It's illegal for the government in New Hampshire to to have a vaccine mandate. So that's a good thing. That's one of the nice things about being here. Uh, but there is there are some cities like Nashua and Keene that do have mask mandates. And so the Keene police is not interested individually in enforcing this. But when interviewed by the local newspaper, the police chief said something very, like, cautious and very constructed. His answer to the question, because what had happened, for listeners that may not have heard about this, a keen police lieutenant named Jason Short came out and spoke against the mask mandate and encouraged mass civil disobedience against the mask mandates here in Keene, which is... Short's occasionally a good guy. Every now and then. He said stuff like he was quoting somebody on Free Talk Live. He was like, this won't stop until people stop complying. Yep, he really, uh, you know, I got to give him credit where credit's due. He, yep. took the, he took the right side on this particular issue. Maybe he's, been, like reading, he's well, been reading freekeen.com. He's certainly been, you know... Paying attention to us over the years, he was one of the bad guys in Derek J's victimless crime spree. He was arresting people for doing vic- uh, for doing victimless civil disobedience, and he now also he's- assaulted our friend during the raid on March sixteenth, twenty twenty one. But you know, credit where credit's due. Now he's advocating it, so good. Um, but the the point I wanted to make though was the chief when he was interviewed by the local newspaper about, oh, what do you think about your officer saying these things? The chief's response was essentially, well. My officers can say whatever they want on their own time. I can't tell them they don't have freedom of speech. And as far as the enforcement of the mask mandate goes, our officers will enforce this according to my guidance. Mm. Or something like that. It was so, it, it was clearly a political statement where it sounded like, at a glance, it sounded like he was saying the police will be enforcing this. But what the uh, the... Uh, the reporter did not ask him was, well, what What's will your be guidance? your guidance? <laughs> <laughs> and the guidance could very well be, use your discretion, officers. Mm-hmm. And that would be it, right? So I think that you probably are dealing with something similar in Ottawa where the police chief is going to be saying one thing and the officers on the ground are going to be doing nothing about it, right? Yeah. So uh, I did hear, I don't remember where I saw it, but I did hear that there have been a couple of arrests in Ottawa. Now, remember, it's been a week. There have been tens of thousands of people at the minimum, maybe more than 100,000, that have gone through this protest over the last week. I'm not saying they're all there at once. They're a fringe minority. Which is ridiculous. There's people of all shapes and sizes Quoting and Justin colors. Trudeau there. Yeah, yeah. But there's you know there's people there's black people there. There's uh, Asians there. There's uh, I saw that one all guy- those racist black people and Asians <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> one guy was a Sikh. He was wearing a turban uh, and he was a truck driver. Definitely so. transphobic. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> And uh, so apparently there were two arrests. And the thing is, we don't know what those arrests were for. Somebody said there have been two arrests. It could have been people attacking the truckers, for all we know. We have no idea what those two arrests were. I've seen some crazy people out in the street screaming at the yeah, truckers. Yeah, I've seen yeah. video of that, too. Yeah. But let me go and, back to the... You know, everybody that I've seen, everybody that I've seen interviewed about it at the trucker convoy has said that they are just there for 
freedom of choice. Yeah. And a lot of them said, mm-hmm. I'm vaccinated. They're all laid back. They're they're saying this is about peace. It's about love. We just want to be left alone. This is about freedom. They're not a fringe uh, minority who has crazy, uh, you know, unpopular opinions. They are probably the the majority in Canada. Well, at the very least, they are a significant minority. They're the ones who deliver everything that you use. Well, I mean, they're the, the they ones... have a lot of supporters there too. Yeah. But these people are some of the most important people in any given country. They literally make everything move, right? And they had the balls to be out there when a lot of people were cowering in their houses. Yeah. They kept rolling because they had to. Um, I'm going to go back to the statement here, this lame-ass statement from GoFundMe, their excuse for taking down a $10 million fundraiser, $10 million Canadian dollars. It had met its goal. They froze the thing for a couple days, and now they're saying, well, we talked to law enforcement and city officials, and we think this is in violation of our terms of service because it." Pro- they say it promotes violence and harassment. They say further, organizers provided a clear distribution plan for the initial $1 million that was released earlier this week. So they yeah, got a tenth. So, yeah, I knew that they had released some, but I wasn't sure if that was a, a fake They only stole 90% of it? <laughs> and confirmed funds would be used only for participants who traveled to Ottawa to participate in peace protest given how this situation has evolved no further funds will be directly distributed to the freedom convoy organizers what has changed i have no idea they would need More to point to something specific that changed They're because not. i haven't seen anything we will work with organizers to send all remaining funds to credible and established charities what? verified by gofundme so they're going to hand it out to their cronies yeah, they say they're working with the organizers, whatever that means. That so. is so messed up. Somebody intended to give the, their money to this Freedom Convoy, and they're going to yep. give it to just some random charity the president chooses to well, donate to. The people to. who donated should form a class, and they should sue yeah. GoFundMe. They do say all donors may submit a request for a full refund until February 19th. So I'd be requesting something else. Two weeks. <laughs> Otherwise, they do what they want with your money. More coming up. Yeah, it's Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here. The number, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. It's Ian, Bonnie, and nobody in the studio here tonight. And, of course, you can, uh, again, take control of the airways. We're going to, apparently there's been a statement by the Ottawa police chief we were just speculating about what they would be doing and saying, and we'll uh, we'll share that with you here in just a moment. Plus, Bonnie, you have a story to tell us regarding the military in Canada. Apparently, somebody tried to uh, to call them up. I don't know if it was Ottawa or if it was uh, Justin Trudeau or, I think or whoever. It was the police of Ottawa. So they tried to call in military backup. Uh, you want to pull up that story? Let's talk about it. But also want to make sure that we say thank you to one of our uh, supporters of the Free Talk Live AMPS Patreon. And that's Rick Hall. Thank you, Rick, for helping support AMPS, which stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, 
and support. And it is a way for you to help get Free Talk Live onto more radio stations all around the country. We've got over 190 great stations today, and we could have 250 or 300 or whatever. It is all possible, but it uh, requires your assistance. Uh, We certainly appreciate it. And so, Rick, thanks for helping us out there. He's a silver-level supporter over at amps.freetalklive.com. That's amps.freetalklive.com, and that is our Patreon. And yes, we are talking about takedowns here. We certainly understand. I understood when I opened the uh, the Patreon that, it, I don't know, maybe it won't even last us six months. Who knows? But the reason I had to do it that way was because our credit card provider canceled us uh, a few months ago, and so I needed to do wouldn't something. wouldn't even allow me to open a new one, and I'm not under federal indictment. No, nope, that's right. Yeah, they not even state. No, <laughs> you got to up your game. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect they're uh, investigating her too. But, oh yeah. Uh, they uh, they don't want anything to do with us anymore for whatever reason. After uh, more than a decade of having no issues whatsoever, no one had ever reported you know any kind of fraud from from our side of things when it comes to because everybody was contributing. But we report the fraud on their side of things. Yeah. Well, no. But, I mean, we're talking about the AMP program. Nobody was uh, committing fraud in that in that case. I was not. Oh, right. <laughs> Good point. Uh, there was no one who was committing fraud in that case. And so anyway, they, they canceled on us. So we went with Patreon and maybe that won't last. I've heard there's another alternative called Locals, but I didn't hear about hmm. that until months after we started uh, the Patreon. And that's that leads me back to the question I had earlier is what is a good alternative to GoFundMe? What is the, you know, the alternative that's not going to take somebody down for political reasons? There's, if that exists. There's only one way, I think, that, that a thing like that could be set up, and that's self-hosting. Okay. Um, because, you know, not your keys, not your crypto. Um, and that's the same way with, with fundraising. No matter who you are, somebody hates you. Yeah, that's true. And when you're dealing with banks, the banks are ultimately the ones who hold the keys when it comes to credit card and debit card processing. They're holding all the keys and they're guarding all the doors. Yeah, and they're awful. They just are just so awful. Um, But that said, unfortunately, we aren't to the point yet where crypto is penetrated fully into the mainstream. So, you know, raising $10 million is certainly possible with cryptocurrency. There's plenty of crypto whales and millionaires out there that can contribute to something. But... If you want a mass movement, you've got to be able to take other forms of payment. And so th- that was my question is what else is there out there? Uh, there was apparently I was, by the way, looking for the Freedom Convoy 2022 tag on Twitter, which is a good one to search for if you want to find updated posts. And somebody did put a link into a website called GiveSendGo.com, where there's another Freedom Convoy fundraiser. Again, for those just tuning in. GoFundMe shut down the Freedom Convoy uh, fundraiser, and they're you know going to scum. Yeah, they're going to take the money and donate it to some charities. Apparently, it's crazy. I don't understand why they can't just refund everyone. Well, they could, but they're not by default. They're saying you can request I know, a refund. Why would it be legal at all for them to just say, "All right, you donated to this trucker convoy, but instead we're going to donate to Ronald McDonald"? It's probably House. in their terms. The same of reason service. it's legal for bankers to rob you blind. They're pretty rich. The guys who run yeah. that. There's that. And it, they probably just have that in their terms of service. It probably says, oh, well, if we decide you're against our terms, we get to decide what to do with the money. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? So you agreed to it when you didn't read the terms yeah. that no one reads, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or when you didn't think that a lawful, peaceful protest 
hmm. qualified as a violation of the terms of service because you didn't realize that they were liars. Hmm. So uh, when I first clicked on the Give, Send, Go link, the site was down. So it was like a 403 that's or something. So yeah, they're, <laughs> there's a web server. I presume that's a good sign in that they are getting slammed with requests, but it's a bad sign in that they can't handle it. Uh, the site's going slow now. It is back up. And they describe themselves as the number one free Christian crowdfunding site and the freedom convoy fundraiser see they might shut aria down the uh their give send go the oh. number one christian uh crowdfunding site you can either give share or pray now so they've got three different options for uh for users you need here. a website to Pray. Send me some thoughts and players. <laughs> so they've raised, uh, I don't know for how long the site's been up, but they've raised about $77,000 so far. So it might have just, I presume it just went up after GoFundMe took down the other site. For the truckers. Correct. <laughs> so let's get into your story, Bonnie. You had something you wanted to share about the Canadian military being apparently attempted to be called in by the police department there in Ottawa. And what did they say? Where's the story from? The story's from nationalpost.com, and I think they're Canadian because they have a little leaf. they are. Um, Military tells Ottawa to find someone else to evict the truckers. Hmm. The liberals are trying to censor the internet again. Okay, they wrote that. I guess the the National Post wrote that part. Mm Mm-hmm. Remember when they were the free speech guys? Hmm. I mean, that's what SDS, Students for a Democratic Society, started out at Berkeley as a free speech movement. That's hmm. what kicked off the 60s. Wow. You said remember when they were the free... You mean the, liber- the liberals? I see, the, the liberals. Left. Okay, I got you. The yeah. left. They used to care about free speech. Yeah, not anymore. It's crazy. And, and, and the Republicans were awful on free speech back in the They day. also used to care about bodily autonomy and, and choice. Uh, you know, you can do what you want with your body. Only abortion. Mm-hmm. Only yeah, abortion. Now it's only the abortion. The science is settled. <laughs> <laughs> I agree that it counts towards abortion, but it should count towards anything that you Absolutely. Know, wants to put in your body. Absolutely. I can't even have an abortion. I get no benefit out of the legal, the, the left sp- platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First reading is a daily newsletter keeping you posted on the travails of Canadian politicos. Oh, I, I see it. That's that's what it. Okay, sorry. I read a little subtitle. Despite the Ottawa police briefly raising the possibility of a military intervention to clear a stubborn holdout of freedom convoy truckers blockading their downtown, the Canadian Armed Forces blockading them without blocking the streets. That's right. true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's. I mean, they're not. I'm good at spotting lies. <laughs> the mainstream media is just full of it when it comes to their reporting on this uh, this protest. But let's go on. The Canadian Armed Forces, the CAF, have been quick to say they will be doing no such thing. A spokesperson for the Minister of Defense told the Wall Street Journal on Thursday, quote, the Canadian Armed Forces are not involved in law enforcement in this situation, and there are no plans for such CAF involvement. They're fighting for our freedom, eh? <laughs> Gotta like that. In this case, by not doing anything. Exactly. So good. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because I know that this is going to sound ignorant before I say it, but I always think of Canada as not having a military for some reason. They usually follow around the United States and whatever messes they get into. So I think they were over in Af- Afghanistan and Iraq, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't, you just never think about the ca- Canadians going and, you know. No, because they're just too nice, generally. You don't think yeah. about the Canadians doing things like that. <laughs> Trudeau is 
Oh, not maybe a nice him. man. Yeah, yeah, nice awful him. person. Well, I mean, the rumor is he's uh, the Castro's offspring of Castro. Son, yeah. yeah. Does he does look? He like looks him. like yeah. him. He really does. I've <laughs> seen be, the pictures. It would be one thing if he just looked like him, but then there's also there's like a story his mom about his mom. Yeah, went down there mm-hmm. for the She's years he was born. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau also said Thursday that a military a From military hiding, response is right? not in the cards. Yeah, he ran. Yeah, he did. He did. Just like Sununu did when we uh, uh-huh. went to his house and protested. Brave Sanoon right. ran away. <laughs> when danger reared his ugly head, he bravely turned his tail and fled. Sanoon <laughs> ran away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and now, and now, by the way, Sanoon, for listeners that don't know, the governor of New Hampshire, uh, now he's he's rebranding name. himself as though he's some sort of freedom advocate. <laughs> he's having meetings with Jason Sorens from the Free State Project. He went down to. I'll Florida. bet he's wearing a wire. Maybe. <laughs> he, went <to laughs> he went down to Florida, I guess, to some sort of Cato conference and gave a presentation about how free New Hampshire is. Oh, wow. AOC went down to Florida to escape the COVID restrictions. That was hilarious. The number 603-283-6160. We'll talk more about the military uh, apparently not cracking down in Ottawa. But what does the police chief have to say? I've got a statement from him uh, coming up as well on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com Ottawa, Canada, right wow. now. And there are still a lot of trucks there. Look yeah. at the video. They're giving me hope. They're it's, giving me hope. You know, it's Amazing. nice to see a freedom rally without a whole bunch of freaking American federal government flags everywhere. <laughs> well, they do have the it's Canadian nice flag It's nice to here. see a freedom rally going on where, where people brought their testicles. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And going on and on. This isn't just some rally. I mean, a rally, you show mm-hmm. up, but you go home. They're still there one week later, still yeah. honking their horns. It's amazing. Well, my favorite statement to come out of the of the Freedom, uh, freedom Convoy was uh, one of them I, I heard uh, saying, well... As the faster you comply, the faster this will all be over with. We're all in it together, you know. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> it's a jokey, and he's the, yeah. Oh, okay. I understand. It's uh, but, but that's what laugh. people believe. People yeah. believe that if they comply, 
then it will all end. And the opposite How's is that the working truth. For, out for yeah. you after two years? Yeah, I just learned from my dad that my grandma, she, she lives in California. A liberal grandma? She's a liberal, yeah. She believes that she tells my dad, pretty soon this will all be over. If enough people just get their vaccines, the, the, all the uh, restrictions will just vaccines end. Vaccines do not work And against the vaccines Omicron. have been proven to not work against Omicron, like... It's crazy to believe that. It makes me really sad. The funny thing is Omicron more or less is a vaccine because it's a very mild case mm. and it and it gives you excellent protection against the other variants. It'll give you so, natural immunity. You mean? We all just need to go out and get Omicron as quickly as we can. Yeah, I'm kind of scared because I don't think I got it, but I got one in 2020. I mean, what's to be afraid of? I mean, not really scared. You're in your 20s. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not afraid in the way that most if people you are die, afraid. you die, it'll be in like 70 years. I'm not afraid in the way that like the average person is afraid. Just every now and then I get conspiracy minded about it. And I'm like, what if You they... think the disease is conspiring against you? <laughs> no. Just what if the government... I mean, when we know the government created this. So what if it's somehow it's going to do something crazy in a few years. I don't, I don't know. know. There's no point in worrying. There is no point in difference. worrying. Yeah. See, that's that's what I wonder about about the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And it could be either our government or the Chinese government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it could well be that the uh, that the uh, disease was a Trojan horse to get the vaccine into people mm-hmm. so that they could then turn around and use it to do something nasty somewhere down the line. I don't know that's the case. I don't know that it's not. But I do know when the government tries that hard to get me to do anything, I'm I'll not do about anything else. Yep, exactly. And that was always true of anything. Like for me, even just wearing the mask and stuff, like it's it's freaky. Like I think, why do they want us to do this? Do they want me to not be able to get enough oxygen to my brain, whatever? But this is putting some substance into your body. I just don't understand how more people aren't weary of doing that for the government that is pushing so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the number here is 603-283-6160. We've been talking about the trucker convoy there. And just generally, you can call in about anything that's on your mind. Uh, we were just in a, a moment ago discussing the Army of uh, Canada and how they are refusing to deploy to the streets of Ottawa. Basically, you know, the, the cops there wanted their assistance and they said they're not going to do it. So I don't, wow. I don't know if there was more that you had uh, to that particular story, Bonnie. But if, uh, if not, we've, I've got a statement from the police department. Um, yeah, there's more. It says Prime Minister Justin Trudeau also said Thursday that a military response is, quote, not in the cards right now. Quote, one has to be very, very cautious before deploying military forces in situations engaging Canadians, he hmm. said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that is so funny. <laughs> it, it does sound funny. Although, I mean, it's like one of our politicians saying against Americans. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 but, but yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, you know, the Canadians are going to... Going to explode. Well, I wonder know, if they have... Suicide bomb. Uh, I wonder if they have the equivalent of posse comitatus, which is... That the terminology here in the United States that they say prohibits the U.S. military from being used as a police-keeping force. See, I actually listened to a guy up there. He's an attorney. Uh, his name up in is, Canada? Yeah, his name's Viva something. He does a YouTube... Viva Frey. Oh, yeah, Viva Frey. Yeah, yeah. We had never heard of him until just a few days ago. He was in the, in Ottawa doing a live stream, and I, had, I happened yeah, to see Yeah, I it. actually posted a link, a yeah. link to his live stream. Um, to Matrix. Maybe okay. that's why you heard about it. But, uh, but yeah, he's he's an attorney, and uh, he he tells me that in Canada, 
they've got a rule that says they can violate your basic rights hmm. for five years in an emergency. Wow. wow. You know, they can do just unconstitutional things and keep doing it okay. for five years. Now they got a whole three God. more years to go then in that case. Presuming mm-hmm. they follow their own rules, and there's no reason to believe they'll stop at five years. I mean, the whole right. point of doing unconstitutional things is not having to follow your own <laughs> right. rules. And I'm sure that they could, after five years, they'll say, all right, we're going to end doing the unconstitutional things and start again. Right? Because then they've the, mm-hmm. they ended it, and then five minutes later, they started again for another it's five years. It's just five years to flatten the curve. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's just two more paragraphs in this, and it's kind of interesting history. Mm-hmm. It says, there have only been two prior incidents in modern times of the Canadian military being called in to quell civil unrest. The first, the 1970 October crisis, actually worked great at stamping out Quebec separatist terrorism. But the sight of armed soldiers detaining even peaceful, even peaceful Quebec nationalists and mass has always been a mark on the legacy of the then prime minister Pierre Trudeau. Oh, it was another Trudeau. The second, the 1990 Oka crisis had a much more checkered legacy. The military did eventually compel a Mohawk-led protest to stand down their blockade of a disputed golf course expansion, but the whole thing was so messy, it's mostly become a template for what not to do. Hmm. The experience of Oka is ex- is arguably a key reason why Canadian law enforcement is hesitant to bring the hammer down on blockades of any kind, even when they completely seize the country's rail lines for days on end. Anyways, all this military talk started only because Ottawa Police Chief Peter Slowly is a coward. said Wednesday, quote, there may not be a policing solution to this demonstration and that we're looking at every single option, including military aid to civil power. Wow. I got your police solution for you. The police can solve this problem overnight. All you got to do is stand down, mm. announce Wait. that you will not enforce violations of the people's rights mm. that you will absolutely not do it and they can end this thing because without you people Goons. to spill the blood it they can't do anything everything they do is based on the violence that you do the footage here continuing from uh, Parliament Hill, just uh, absolutely amazing. People still out on the streets, uh, people, the trucks parked all over the place. It's uh, it's pretty exciting. And of course, the weekend is just getting started here. So expect mm. I expect more trucks are going to show up this weekend. I expect more mm. supporters are going to show up this weekend because people you. are getting off of work. Yep. They're going to go up Can and party. Can we buy a truck and go driving around in Concord or something? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but I've, got rent the, one. I've got the statement here from the Ottawa police chief that you just mentioned a moment ago, Bonnie, and here's Slowly. what he has to say. Identify and target protesters on a second. Let me pause the and supporters of protesters who are funding and enabling unlawful and harmful activity by the protesters themselves. Free speech, God. Yeah, he doesn't talk about what unlawful activity he's referring to. 
it it's, makes it easier to lie if you're vague. Yes, yeah, if that's you just true. say things over and over and over again, people will believe it. It's called propaganda. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I've not seen, I've yet to see any actual like violence or any property destruction going well, on. Well, there was somebody who accidentally broke a window with their flag and then paid for it. Oh, okay. Problem solved. See, that's the kind of hooliganism. <laughs> <laughs> they went inside to the property owner and made it right. And everything. Wow, well, I don't know that awesome. they paid for it, but they talked. The property owner said they made it right. Okay, good. That's all it takes. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. We got more from the Ottawa police chief, what he has to say about all this. Of course, you're welcome to join us here, especially if you've been to Ottawa, you've been in the streets, you want to comment uh, or bring up anything. It is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, Free Talk Live, you dial in, you bring up whatever you want, the number is 603-283-6160. I don't know what those guys were saying there in that live feed, so I had to mute it pretty fast there. Yeah, I've never heard you say Free Talk Live, Free Talk Twice, Live. Twice, yeah. <laughs> yep. There's a whole group of cops in that uh, in that shot just standing around laughing with each other. So I'm just I'm just watching this live feed here from downtown Ottawa where there's you know still protesters, Violent. still trucks. Violent, unpeaceful, unlawful yeah, the activities the cops are standing there laughing about. Literally just hanging out. Just laughing. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're having a good time over here. Beauty, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I almost lost my toque. <laughs> <laughs> Take off, hoser. <laughs> so, phones are open. The number is 603-283-6160. We're going to play for you the audio of the police chief of uh, Ottawa. And this is... You know, it's been pretty good news up until uh, just today. The the whole thing's been very, very positive until GoFundMe took down the $10 million that had been raised. And now they say they're going to be spending it on, they're going to quote-unquote work with the organizers to spend it on charities. They're probably going to hand it out to, to medical Nazis. Who knows? I, I that's another question I'd like to ask the organizers is, you know, what what happens? Does GoFundMe come to you and say, Okay, well, here are the options for the charities that will let you donate this nine. You can give it to this to. one which my wife runs, yeah. <laughs> this one which my aunt runs. Right, exactly. So anyway, back to this uh, clip here from the chief of police in Ottawa. What's he have to say about this protest? Identify and target protesters and supporters of protesters who are funding and enabling unlawful and harmful activity by the protesters themselves. Investigative evidence gathering teams are collecting financial, digital, vehicle registration, driver identification, insurance status, and other related evidence that will be used in prosecutions. Gestapo. Gestapo. They hate that free speech up in Canada, don't they? Yeah, and what he's saying is they're going around getting information. They're not going to prosecute them today. They're going to come after them when they go home. Yeah, that was a rumor, mm-hmm. so I guess it is true. It's coming out of the police's Well, chief, hopefully, if, if and when they go after the first few, the rest of them will go back to Ottawa 
and stay and reoccupy. And yeah. I really hope that they don't pay, the, like, none of them pay the fines, but I'm sure some of them will. Like, oh, no, I'm going to go to jail if I don't pay this fine. Yeah, that is an important thing to remember, Bonnie, is that if you pay the fines, you're just enabling these people. You're, you're encouraging them, just like paying mm-hmm. the school, schoolyard bully. You know, you don't want to yeah. give these people the money. In New Hampshire, you get $150 day, uh, dollars a day credit toward, toward your fine Cor- correct. for staying in jail. So uh, it used to be fifty dollars a day. They tripled it a few years ago. Yeah, didn't the ACLU mm. help with that? They did. The ACLU of New Hampshire did that. That's cool. Uh, so let's go back to this uh, clip here. Every unlawful act, including traffic and insurance violations, will be fully pursued, regardless of the origin, at any time in the future. The primary focus of each of these measures will be on the unlawful behavior connected to the ongoing demonstrations. This includes parallel and counter-demonstrations. We strongly urge all demonstrators and those engaging with the demonstrators to act lawfully, peacefully, and respectfully. Okay, well, that seems to be what's going on. So, I mean, he hasn't given us any specific examples of the supposed unlawful behavior going well, on. the thing is, I don't know about Canadian law. Do they have They're the right to protest? They're disagreeing with the government. That can't be tolerated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do what's they have a- the right to protest or peaceably assemble? Yeah, I think they do. I mean... As, as my understanding, I do. don't know. I saw. I, I grew up in Detroit, and uh, right I, across the border. I remember watching a TV show from Windsor one day, and they were talking about Canadian television and how it differed from American. Right, television. they don't have free speech, and it was. Uh, and and it was a government official who said very proudly, "Well, we don't have a First Amendment That's up right. here." Wow, yeah, that's true. I mean, I I remember when. I think it was Trudeau passed a thing that made it literally illegal. Like you can go to jail for accidentally misgendering someone. Mm -hmm. I thought, wow, that's crazy. She's such a bitch. (laughs) Section two of the Canadian Charter of Rights. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedom. Section two guarantees the freedom of expression, freedom of association and the freedom of peaceful assembly. I guess uh, freedom of speech isn't included in freedom of expression. There, but yes, yeah, supposedly they do have a freedom to protest in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, more from the police chief here. The hatred, the violence, the illegal acts at Ottawa residences and businesses have endured over the last week is unacceptable in any circumstance. Okay, the- but what? What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. What hatred? Can you vague that up for us a little? What <laughs> violence? Again, there's only been, from what I understand, there have been two arrests so far in the last week, and we have not heard yet what those arrests are regarding. Uh, it could have been somebody starting a fight with a trucker, right? That could have happened, because as you said, nobody, you've seen people giving them a lot of lip. Oh, yeah, the branch Covidians are crazy. Yeah. I remember my parents telling me when I was a kid, uh, it seems like the government's going to use the word hatred to go after everybody. Any hate mm-hmm. crime is going to be, uh, you know. That's because they hate us. And I just mm. remember thinking, well, yeah, but hating is bad. So, but now I get it. They just will say. They say anything. Anything is hate. Yep. Yeah. Show me the evidence. And again, remember the one guy that had like a Nazi flag or whatever. And I don't know if it was Nazi or maybe it was the so- Southern flag, but it was one of those flags. Uh, and, I, and yes, I understand the Stars and Bars isn't necessarily racist. But anyway, some of the people in the, the crowd called this guy out. 
and came up to him with like video cameras and said, "Oh, hey, you know what are you doing here?" or whatever that was. They said to him, "And you know, get out of here." And, uh, <laughs> and you know, they said something to him. Take off, hoser. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, the the dude had nothing to say for himself and was wearing a mask he was obscuring yeah. his identity the guy carrying the offensive flag the supposedly offensive flag was obscuring his identity and scurried away when the cameras came out sounds like a fed yeah sounds Absolutely. like a fake protest maybe they borrowed an fbi agent that sounds like their, <laughs> style. their tactics mm-hmm. police service in the city of ottawa are bringing significantly greater resources to restore order hold offenders to account and protect our neighborhoods the current demonstration in the parliamentary precinct red zone <laughs> remains unresolved despite significant successes in reducing the number of trucks and demonstrators while preventing riots, injuries, or deaths. We take None of which have happened. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of you, officer. It was because these people are not there to riot. They're not there to harm. They're not there to kill. They're not there to destroy the city. They just want to be heard. And they want to yeah. stop this insanity. And they have been ignored roundly, mm-hmm. just as we all have. All all dissenters are ignored now by the media. Yep. They're lied about by the media. So what can you do but go out and make your case and make it as loud as you can? And they are being loud with the car horns or the truck horns. It really That's is it. a, God a love last them. ditch. I mean, these yeah. people are basically fighting, fighting, being turned into slaves or losing their jobs. And losing their bodily autonomy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. That, I mean, that turns you into a slave My right there. body, my choice, leftists. Yep. The number is 603-283-6160. Got a little bit more from the police chief. If you want to weigh in on the Ottawa Freedom Convoy, which continues now reaching its first full week in the streets, the new Occupy movement here in 2022. On Free Talk Live, we're bringing people to the ideas of liberty every day. From wrestling superstars like Glenn Jacobs. You guys really are having an impact, I believe. Like I said, uh, a lot of where I am now is due to listening to Free Talk Live. You changed my mind on some very important issues years ago. To random people tuning in on the radio. I was kind of stuck in the left-right paradigm. I heard your show by chance on a Saturday night. From there, I went on, joined the Free State Project, and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of liberty. You can help more people hear the message of liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com, amps.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open. If you want to join the show, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Talking about some of the, in my opinion, the biggest news of the year so far, and that is the 2022 Trucker Convoy, the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa right now. It's still going. There's still trucks all over the place in the uh, area of Parliament. People out and about in the streets uh, as we speak. I'm watching on the Auto Walks channel on YouTube. 
by no means is there a large number of people there right now. Of course, it's nighttime. It's cold. It's well, a- you mean not a super large number. There's still a large. It's still a large protest. It's just that. You're comparing it to like the 50,000 people on the first day. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's down from the first day. Uh, there's a, a much I would still lighter. Say there's a large amount of people out there protesting. There's a large number of trucks for sure. There's a. I see people too. I mean, there, there's not a huge crowd or anything like that. There's a, sp- a spattering of, uh, of folks around, but again, it's cold. It's nighttime. I suspect you're going to see a lot more people showing up tomorrow. Uh, to celebrate the first official week it was at noon on saturday this past weekend uh when this thing got started and they're still there today the people the 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 protesters are the truckers they're the ones that are honking their horns they're still there they're still doing their thing nine degrees there right now i just googled it i'm not sure if this is fahrenheit i mean you can hear the audio they're still honking constantly, so it's absolutely amazing stuff. Signage is all over the place. Uh, they're zooming in on a, a giant teddy bear, like donations and uh, things like oh, that. Oh, the horror, been... the violence. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the racism. Uh, so it's just ridiculous. They're bringing vicious animals to turn loose. <laughs> yeah, now actually it's interesting. When you get into the streets, there's a lot more people. There were hardly anybody out in front of Parliament. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, imagine but, getting people to come out for a protest in Keene at nine degrees at, in the middle of the night. It, it could happen. It would be like me and Ian. Yeah. I, I'm just saying because Ian said it's not a large number. But No, I, I meant in front of the Parliament building. The, hmm. the scene that we were looking at earlier, there was only a smattering of people, but that's because the party is apparently in the streets. There's a lot of hmm. people here, uh, dozens and dozens of people in the streets right now. They're dancing. I, I presume Looks there's like some music. hundreds of people. Yep, somebody's got some music playing, cool. if you can hear it, over the uh, the truck horns it's that are just, uh, again, nonstop. Yeah. So very, very cool stuff uh, going on there. While in the I mean- want to go. The meanwhile, the uh, police chief of Ottawa is saying that they're going to get tough and they're going to come down on these protesters with whatever they can and come after them later on. And that's because they're too afraid. Because cops, in a lot of cases, they're cowards. Uh, oh, they're, yeah. They're too All afraid. terrorists are. They're too afraid to actually go down there and do something in front of these people. Because they understand mm-hmm. they're outnumbered. Yeah. And that's the most important thing to remember when it comes to a protest movement. If you can outnumber the police, everything changes. And there's 200 Americans for every cop and soldier combined. Yes. And of course, in the case of Canada, the soldiers are saying, no, we're not coming to this. We're not going to be assisting the Ottawa police. So like the ratio must be even lower there in, mm. in Canada or higher, I guess, meaning there's more people per per cop. But let me continue with the final uh, statement here from the big, tough police chief in Ottawa. What are the Mounties are up to? Here's what uh, he has to say. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) I suspect they are undercover because I have not seen them. Why? Who are they? Uh, The Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Mm -hmm. The the guys in the big red coats. On horses, usually. Mm, The red coats. So here we go. The red coats are coming. (laughs) Successes in reducing the number of trucks and demonstrators while preventing riots, injuries, or deaths. I, I didn't look like they'd been very successful from from what I could see. Yeah, the yeah trucks, reducing the number of trucks that looked the same. The trucks to me. are still in the streets in front of Parliament. It may be true that 
naturally, over the last week, some of the truck drivers have gone, you know, back to work. They and might have left on their own volition. Well, it's hard to protest for a straight week. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't I gotta support... be flat out drunk to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't support this either, but imagine it was a Black Lives Matter protest, and they're like, we're working hard to reduce the number of protesters out, outside, and it's just weird. Like, people are protesting. Why, why are you acting like that's the problem that we need to eradicate? Like, it's some kind of terrorism the tyranny isn't the problem it's the protest well okay gotta remember the townspeople the people who live there uh are not so happy about this some of them like they thought they were going to live in their progressive little city and everything was going to be the way it's always been and then all of a sudden these truckers come in from out of town and i start occupying their streets so while they kind of like how they came in from out of town and started trying to control the truckers bodies which is how this thing started exactly and so they are all butthurt all you have to do is go on reddit in the ottawa reddit and look around and see what these people are saying they're constantly complaining of course they don't like the noise etc etc but again as you point out nobody we don't Mm -hmm. like the loss of freedom if you're gonna have a government it's like having a big dangerous dog and you're responsible for keeping them off other people's lawns and Mm. if you don't well you kind of bear the consequences because people are gonna come back at you. And, and if you like living around politicians, then you I was about to have a bad time. And the other thing is these people that, that are hearing the honks have to live the closest to the big giant dog. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just wouldn't ever choose to live right next to the White House. Right. Of course, they're mad because they feel like the government gang isn't doing, quote unquote, doing anything. So when you listen to the people that are on the left, the people that are critical of the protesters, they're also mad the police aren't in their cracking heads. They're mad mm-hmm. that the cops and the SWAT teams and the military hasn't come in and literally burned the, uh, the truckers killing out. people. Right. That's what they want to happen. So this police chief, he's playing politics. He's going on this, you know, the stage here, and he's talking as tough as he can talk, while at the same time doing absolutely nothing in the streets. Because yeah. again, we saw the police here. They're standing around. There's like ten cops at this protest that's going on right now in Ottawa. There's ten cops there standing in a circle, all hanging out and drinking coffee and laughing with each other. That's what's mm-hmm. going on. As well they should be. And that's be. right. That's what should be going the on. The best police work I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the last of his speech. We take no solace in these operational successes to date. Our goal is to end the demonstration. Wow. The demonstrators. The demonstration's going to be over when they say it's over. When the demonstrators- All you have to do is comply and this will be over. Here's, yeah, we're all in it together, you know. Here's how you end this demonstration, government guys. Stop the restrictions. Stop the requirements. Stop the mandates. That's what these truckers are saying. And by the way, at the very end of the show last night, we did play a clip from the Saskatchewan premier who said that they're talking about right now ending the mandates in saskatchewan yes so you know he didn't say it's because of the truckers but it's awfully coincidental that it just so happens the very same week of the uh, the protests and it's not just the truckers it's the thousands of people lining the streets to support supporters for sure for sure in the red zone area remain highly organized well-funded, some of the protesters, extremely committed to resisting all attempts to end the demonstration safely. 
Like, <laughs> As though they're going to end it violently. Yeah, I mean, he's he's uh, implying something yes. so hard there. He is. Mm-hmm. We're trying not to murder them, (laughs) but they keep not doing what they're told. We don't know how to deal with that except to murder people. Haynes, as it was from the beginning, an increasingly volatile and increasingly dangerous demonstration. Oh, my God. What a load. Anybody Mm. that has actually seen. Like, we haven't been there, okay? But no one who has been there has said anything about it being volatile. And there would or be dangerous. videos. There would be videos would be. that would not be, be stopped to be shared if there was a violent. Right. Where happening? is the viral awfulness from this? Right. Like I have yet to see. It. We haven't even seen video of somebody taking a dump on the side of the road, and that's yeah, what they the people. That. Yeah, they're all in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> the leftists were saying that's what the truckers were doing. All right, where's the footage? How hard is it to get some footage of a guy taking a dump on the side of the road? I mean, he's got a stoop there. I think there truckers know how to find a place a to take a dump. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, the number is 603-283-6160. Phones open. You can join us and take control of the airwaves here. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, phone's open. You can join us here. Number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Phones allowing you to call in and bring up whatever you want to discuss here on Free Talk Live. Oh, and I should let you know that Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. And that is where you can go to learn about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, uh, head over and click Get Started at the top of the page at Bitcoin.com. You can watch some introductory videos there. Learn the basics, things like decentralized you know, money. What does that mean? What does it mean to... Decentralized finance? Dece- well, I don't know if they talk about that. That's a good question. That, oh. might, that would be a newer topic. I wouldn't call that the basics. I think decentralized finance is probably more of an intermediate level uh, of a discussion. You kind of have to get into crypto first before you can get into uh, decentralized you gotta finance. you got to grok the, the uh, crypto first. Yeah, you got to get the real basics down. So head over to Bitcoin.com. Click Get Started at the top. Nobody almost had to be dumped there. <laughs> it would be sad to have to dump nobody on the first night back. <laughs> uh, but anyway, mm. you can also go to news.bitcoin.com, and that is where you will find the latest news headlines in the world of cryptocurrency. Which reminds me, there was a story that we mentioned briefly last night, and we didn't have a chance to really get into it. And I think you're going to like this one, nobody, because it's a really bizarre uh, occurrence. Where did you hear that in Central Park, Hmm. apparently yesterday or the day before, a giant gold cube was dropped off in Central Park, apparently including its own security detail. A $11.7 million gold cube is currently sitting atop the snow in Central Park as we speak, I presume, unless it's been removed in the last 24 hours. But uh, apparently Wednesday was plopped down before making a stop. Oh, I guess they already moved it. Uh, at a private dinner in for Wall Street bigwigs. What is this thing? It is 186 kilograms of gold. Around Good 400 Lord. pounds of gold. And That's why? That's enough to run the federal government for like 10 minutes. 
But why? Why was it placed there? Well, an article over at Vice.com has a story about it. And, of course, they're not a fan of it because Vice, you know, they're just not a fan of things like this. Uh, Here it is. It's by German artist Nicholas Costello. And apparently it's an advertisement for a cryptocurrency. Which one? Called Costello Coin. So I guess this artist has named a Oh, coin. yeah, that was based on Abbott coin, wasn't it? No, okay. no. Funny, though. Uh, the cube, supposedly made of 186 kilograms of gold, had been promoted with taglines like, quote, never before in the history of humanity has such an enormous amount of gold been cast into a single pure object, unquote. Wow. What about the calf? <laughs> the one in the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Man, I would like to just touch this because I, I like gemstones and rocks and stuff like that mm-hmm. i bet it has lots of energy lisa klondhofer a viennese gallerist who was at the cube's launch described it quote as a sort of communique between an emerging 21st century cultural ecosystem based on crypto and the ancient world where gold reigned supreme she said to artnet news the artist himself castello told the news that he had hoped to quote create something that is beyond our world that is intangible well i'm going to say he failed on that i was going to say because yeah, then why didn't he make i can't it pretty? think of anything more tangible than a big old hunk <laughs> of gold. gold and it would be cool if he turned it into like some futuristic statue or something but it's just a cube it's, it's a yeah just it's a cube like a shin maybe he's link. a cubist <laughs> it's a shin height cube right. too. i don't know it'd be different if it was like a tall skinny cube i don't know yeah there wasn't so a whole lot of 18 inch cube of gold will weigh uh a ton an 18 inch one 18 inch. wow mm-hmm. a security guard taking more than object a more objective look at the object told the new york times that it was quote pretty plain unquote after all it is just a cube the cube, however, is only one part of the story. It's supposed to act as a physical brand ambassador for a cryptocurrency called Costello Coin, which is so bizarre as to defy belief. Well, we are talking about it. First, Nicholas Costello is not listed as being on part of the team behind the coin or even an advisor to the project, which appears to be named after him. Abbott was always the brains. The coin's <laughs> purpose is simply to be a currency for, quote, high value economic goods and art, unquote, and claims to be in compliance with Swiss regulations. The project's tagline is the art of payment. Why would this not be in Swiss regulations? Wait, the... The gold or the, the crypto. crypto? Okay, sorry. It's probably operating out of out of Switzerland, Switzerland. would be why they mentioned that. That mm-hmm. being said, the website says U.S. citizens are not eligible to participate despite the project being unveiled in the heart of New York City. The detailers, uh, details Thanks, guys. get even weirder. The team behind the coin claims it has gone through a private pre-sale phase already, which funded the gold cube, and it's now in a public sale phase. To buy the coin, you have to use the website, which tells you how much the coins are worth, currently 0.44 euros for I, one of them. I smell I scam for some reason. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It, it, are you catching a whiff of scam? I kind of am because they raised eleven million dollars just for this guy to create a gold a hunk gold of brick. cube. Yeah. yeah, hunk of cube. I don't know why I said that. I meant hunk of gold. So it's just gold bricking. And you input a figure. If you input a figure above a, oh, sorry, you have to put a figure in above a thousand euros, which is the minimum investment. So that's more than a thousand dollars. I think euros currently worth more. Uh, then a dollar. Once you do that, you're taken to a Google form where you're asked to put in information and advise the team will be in touch over email. So there's no automated process to just pay some Bitcoin or 
or Ethereum or whatever and get these tokens. They have to actually talk to you first, which again, again sets off the sniff detector on this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assign you a sales guy, right? Trying to uh, yeah. up the, uh, well, up it, the amount. Well, it sounds like what they're doing is trying to blow it up to be this big boutique right. deal. You know, maybe they're going to sell you some of Hunter Biden's artwork. According to the project's white paper, nearly half of all of the tokens, called CAST, C-A-S-T, will be held by the team, their partners, and in a, quote, reserve, unquote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not sounding, not sounding good here. And no, you know, no, they, that doesn't improve things. The cube went from Central Park to a dinner for the elite. Yes. Like the that, cube went to dinner? A Wall Street <laughs> it dinner. Did. Yeah, it's sitting Wait. in the middle of the floor at a, with a spotlight on it. Here in this photograph. And the Wall Street elite just don't scream crypto people Supporters. to me. You yeah. know, good crypto people. No, no. They're I mean, they're scamsters. They're the ultimate yeah. scamsters. That's why that's why crypto exists. Uh, there, uh, without speculating on cash specifically, this kind of distribution is normally concerning for potential investors, according to Vice.com, and they're right about that. Of course, there will also be they're setting up a cash system, an <laughs> NFT sale. <laughs> of course, there has to be an NFT for some uh, of some sort in eighteen days, which also requires a Google <laughs> form uh, to sign up for, and the promotional video is even stranger, which I have not watched. A gold cube surrounded by security in a public park during a housing crisis and paraded to a succession-like dinner, which doubles as a bizarre cryptocurrency play. Is this an artistic gag, an indictment of the commodification of physical materials and digital assets? Evidence of an artist selling out beyond all measure? Both? Neither? We're not sure anymore, but we're also not sure it matters. I'm not it's sure a tiny how they would cube. be selling out. <laughs> But whatever. So anyway, beware. We've we've definitely talked about a few different crypto scam coins or alleged scam coins here this week. Uh, so again, buyer beware when it comes to this stuff. You got to look out. And yeah. I mean, it worries me when somebody's telling me about a a big cube of gold instead of telling me about. What are the actual technical benefits of your coin? <laughs> What's your technology? Well, there you is know? a, a white paper. Investing in crypto is about finding the right technology, the technology that's going to be efficient, that's going to be useful, and that is going to finally get the unbanked bank. Mm. No, nobody. Number go up. That's what it's about. Right. Money printer go burr. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I, this just appears to be another token. I'm not clear on which blockchain uh, that it is going to appear, but it looks like oh ERC twenty, so Ethereum. It's going to be another Ethereum. Oh, maybe Polygon as well. So it might be on a couple of different uh, blockchains. What they're going to do a gold Polygon? No, there's a blo- there's a blockchain called Polygon. I think. Oh, okay. There. I don't know anything about it, but I, I I'm pretty sure I've heard of that. I used to date a girl named Polly. She gone too. <laughs> <laughs> the number is open. If you want to join the show here, it's 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. So I just thought that was kind of an interesting story about this gold brick, this uh, nearly $12 million gold brick. That Yeah, I'd rather have the brick here. than the crypto at this point. Mm. Yeah, you can take the brick. I did the numbers. Uh, I can take the brick. You can, well, if you can find it. Uh, but I, <laughs> you, you could take the brick and turn it into about 6.5 million gold Backs, the, according the to number the number ones, the, yeah, the singles, wow. 6.5 million gold backs. Give me some of that. Uh, yeah. All right, more coming up here. Hour three's next. Free Talk Live. 
Free Talk Live. We are once again covering the trucker convoy, which is now, I guess, is it still a convoy if they're parked? Uh, they're still there in the streets. We got a great big convoy <laughs> rocking through the night. It is big. <laughs> uh, in fact, I've finally seen a map of exactly where this is happening, how many blocks, how many city blocks uh, is this affecting. The Ottawa Citizen, which is a mainstream media publication does have a map up on their website with with a lengthy kind of hour by hour updates being posted here and it's basically only uh looks like maybe four or five city blocks so essentially it runs on two streets that are parallel right next to parliament and then there's a few of the streets that are perpendicular that are are closed down not by the truckers supposedly but by the government Barricades hmm. or something Maybe like that's that. Why they always so they're empty. blocking the streets. Apparently so. Yeah. I guess they're blockading the city. I was telling Ian, whenever I see videos of this, yeah, there's parallel streets that have the truckers in them with the one lane open. And then there's perpendicular streets where they're completely like the intersection is not covered by trucks and mm-hmm. it looks like they're empty. So I thought that, that they just left like the truckers were leaving it open for people to drive. But if if the government's closing them, what's the point of that? The government is also closing the bridges going over to that side of Ottawa, apparently. So there are two bridges that are completely shut down and one bridge that is the furthest away. Okay, two bridges that are the furthest away from the protests that are open, but with "quote unquote" limited access. So they're uh, they're definitely not letting even people get over into that area in a lot of cases. Uh, policing costs, according to the government gang, say they are estimated at eight hundred thousand dollars per day. Now, are they saying tyranny is expensive, boys? <laughs> All you need to do is comply. Do what you're told. But is it? Here's my question: Is it normally eight hundred thousand dollars to pay for all of the police in uh, in Ottawa on any given day? Is this? Some I don't sort know. Of special... I mean, you can pay off one cop for like a thousand bucks. So how many do they have? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is this a special deployment? Because I mean, we were just watching footage a moment ago of what what appears to be a dance party going on right out in front of the. There's like a certain area. A in... violent dance party. And a hateful not. one. Um, it's transphobic. <laughs> there's uh, an area right out in front of the parliament building where they've been having speakers. So there's like PA system that have been set up there. So during the daytime, people are speaking to the crowd. Um, and tonight they appear to be playing music and people are dancing in the streets. I saw four cops just standing there. Smiling. Yeah. They just, I don't know if they were smiling. They were just standing oh. there. They weren't yeah. doing anything. They weren't arresting people. They seem to be fine with the people there dancing, and so maybe they're doing a safety dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to join us here, six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. I'm just kind of looking through this list. Uh, there's a long list of like what's been going on hour by hour here. Uh, the claim is that a local restaurant called Mushu Ice Cream, located on Bank Street in Mushu Ottawa, Ice Cream. Saying that they that will, sounds painful. They will be remained closed over the weekend and into next week after a staff member was physically assaulted on their way to work on Friday. According to their tweet, the employee was blocked on the sidewalk by two men and pushed to the ground for wearing a mask. Oh no. Did they put a noose around his neck? Nope. Was no. he out in the middle of the night going to Subway? Mm. No. No, I don't think so. You know what he's referencing. Uh, no, I have no no idea. Jesse Smollett. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, the fake hate crime. Yeah, <laughs> I heard about that. Uh, by the way, he got convicted, Jesse Smollett. Yes, he did. And it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. So, you know, once again, this story is very vague from Mushu Ice Cream. We don't know what the actual encounter was I mean, like. They may have been assaulted just for Mushu Ice Cream. That's. Wait, what? Why is that painful? And what do you mean? Well, do you know, um, like, Mushu I only Pork? Know, uh, I love Chinese. It's a Chinese dish. Mushu Pork. Is, I mean, well, it's. It, Pork. So, so we're talking about ice cream made out of pigs. Ew. That can't be good. <laughs> I, so. I, I only know. I mean, I love Mushu pork. It's like Peking duck. I've only heard of Mushu as the name of the dragon in Muon. I, so I think it's spelled differently in this mm. case. Oh. Spelled M O O S H. Serve oh. it with these like tortilla things, and you you paint them with plum sauce, and then mm-hmm. you put the meat on. Oh. So good. You're talking about Mushu? Mushu pork. But it's spelled mm. differently, right? I don't know. How they must have spelled it differently See, for they trans- Mu, like They cow. have to transliterate Chinese because they don't use the, Ameri- the, the uh, Arabic character set. Good so point, good point. many things are, I mean, look at all the ways that Sun Tzu or Lao Tzu's names will be spelled. That's oh. just because it's not a one-to-one character translation. I never knew that. I always kind of wondered because I've seen it differently. So the question is, you know, what's the truth about this incident? Was the staff member physically assaulted as he claims? Or is that is it possible he's telling a lie? And was he trying to this? feed somebody pig ice cream? Indeed. Uh, the number here is 603. <laughs> I'm sure that exists. I mean, I'm Maybe sure it was the pigs who did it. There's probably bacon ice cream out there. People like their meat. Bacon's good in just about anything. Yeah, I don't know if I know. like bacon ice cream, but I sure would find out. I bet there is a maple bacon ice cream you could get. I would not be surprised. <laughs> so I originally, what attracted me to this article was the headline about it, which was there's a $9.8 million class action lawsuit that had been launched. And I thought that was a suit against GoFundMe. Yeah. It should be. But No. According to the Ottawa Citizen, remember, for listeners just tuning in, GoFundMe has taken down the $10 million fundraiser, which had reached its goal for the uh, the convoy, the Freedom Convoy. They've taken it down. That's what we talked about earlier in the show. And you had suggested, nobody, these guys should sue GoFundMe. And I thought, oh, great. Absolutely. They've already sued them. No, as it turns out, the lawsuit in this case has been launched against the organizers of the convoy. How dare you disagree with the government? Mm-mm. Claiming $4.8 million in damages for emotional, mental, and other distress. What, what about the lockdowns? Mm-hmm. That's, How much have people suffered over these, over these lockdowns? The Let's John get Hopkins. some class action lawsuits going against the government. But How many suicides? Sue you can't the John, sue them. Uh, the John Hopkins um, study that came out two days ago, or I think it was... Uh, estimated that 250,000 Americans have died just from the result directly of the lockdowns. From like suicides and oh, drug overdoses, yeah. that kind of thing? I believe it. Mm. Uh, but the thing is, nobody. it's not easy to sue the government. They've got rules that prevent you from doing that. Oh, well, you don't They're have a case. They're guarding all the doors. Yeah. They're holding all the keys. Uh, the, so it was $4.8 million in damages for so-called emotional, mental, and other distress, and then $5 million in punitive damages, largely due to the protesters' tactic of continually blaring their truck horns. Hmm. Ottawa lawyer Paul... How about the, the leftist tactic of continuing to continually running their mouths, whining <laughs> and scolding 
<laughs> a Ottawa lawyer filed the claim on behalf of plaintiff Zexy Lee, a 21-year-old, get this, public servant. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you know? Doesn't mm-hmm. that mean one of those guys who robs us blind? That's right. Doesn't sound very Zexy to me. And uh, uni- and she's a graduate of the University of Ottawa who lives within five blocks of Parliament Hill. Mm-hmm. The claimless convoy organizers, Chris Barber, Benjamin Dichter, Tamara Lick and uh, Patrick King as defendants and leaves room for as many as 60 others who may be identified later. The claim is seeking class certification with residents from... I'll certify right now she has no class. ...from different streets uh, in the uh, vicinity considered potential members of the class. Documents filed by Champ contend that the defendants have, quote, deliberately planned the horn tactic to cause distress and discomfort and are aware or ought to be aware the prolonged use of extremely loud air horns and train horns can cause permanent hearing damage and psychological harm. You know what else causes psychological harm? Locking people in their houses for two years. Yep. Uh, and you know what? If you don't like the the, uh, the noise, get some ear- earplugs. Stay away from politicians. Yeah. <laughs> Crap splashes. According to Champ, the injunction, uh, injunction yeah. will be heard tomorrow. So this is going to be an emergency court hearing on a Saturday for an interlocutory order that would prohibit the use of truck horns downtown. Well, the thing about this is the left likes to think in group think so much. How, who are they specifically going to go after they is continuously honking their horn? It's a bunch of different cars. They're going to go after anyone honking their horn if the police are willing to well, enforce they, they the judge's said in order. The article they're going after the article. Well, no. Mm-hmm. The injunction would would apply to they're asking for an injunction to stop the horn honking. Uh-huh. And if they do, then that would require these police who are standing around to actually act, but will they? More coming up. It is Free Talk Live. The phones are open. If you want to join the show, you can do that here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And I want to let you know about Intercoin. We've been telling you about Intercoin and how they can help businesses and organizations uh, launch their own currency and raise money using their own token. And now Intercoin has launched its own investor token, and you could uh, pick some up over at xmarkets.com, exmarkets.com. Use your email address or any email address to sign up. You can keep your privacy intact because they don't want to know who you are over at xmarkets.com, which is unusual for a centralized exchange. You can deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies there, including Bitcoin, trade them for Tether, and then use that Tether to buy ITR, which is the Intercoin Investor Token. You can learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org and buy or sell ITR over at xmarkets.com, exmarkets.com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world let's go to your phone calls and thoughts sarah is on with us in new mexico sarah you're on free talk live yes i just uh, have noticed that even wiener schnitzel they even have uh, veggie um meatless hot dogs do you know that place Ian? it's a fast wiener schnitzel yeah it's a fast food place i've only seen it in texas oh, i thought so. it was just a type of food i thought that was like a german food yeah you're talking about the yeah, fast food place right sarah yeah yeah the hot dog yeah. place they have like pretzels uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the the whole thing is about we don't. They're all things about all beef hot dogs mm-hmm. uh, and chili dogs, and now they got a veggie dog. Yep. And so I, Wiener Schnitzel is uh, traditionally made with pork chops, 
that are thinly breaded and fried in a tender, crisp coating. It's apparently oh, well, it means that's veal. Like schnitzel, right? Yeah. It means veal in in Germany. Schnitzel is so good. We like the hot dogs. I've never had that fast food place, and I wouldn't want to eat a hot dog really, but. Schnitzel itself is so good. Okay, dogs are no good cold. So you're calling about the fast food place, which I had never even heard of before this phone call. It must be a southwestern uh, chain or something. I like guess that. so. I think I've only seen it in Texas. Three hundred and twenty oh, yeah, restaurants yeah. in eleven yeah. states. So what I'm saying is that even um, a lot of these uh, KFC and even they're all carrying the veggie products. Like Del Taco, they have the meatless uh, tacos. I've tried that. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they're going to have veggie hot dogs. And, and the thing is that Quote I love the veggie hot dogs. I mean, I just got hooked. Um, you know, <laughs> I tried it. Somebody was a vegetarian. And then I had uh, veggie hot dogs for dinner. And I just been an addict after that. I could just wipe <laughs> the whole thing out in one day. I now, mean, it's just so good. I've heard some critiques of these products. Um, I, I don't know if it applies to all of them or the ones at Wiener Schnitzel or whatever, but um, some say that there's like estrogen in them or something like well, that. There's probably a lot of soy, which has mm-hmm. estrogen. Or Too much soy, it'll be a soy boy. What happens to uh, a woman who takes too much soy? Well, their body isn't used to, uh, I forget the word, in making it on the inside anymore. And, oh, generating their own? Yeah, generating your own mm-hmm. estrogen. So it's bad for you in that way because your body should be able to, I can't remember the words, like endo, endo something, you know, make your I own. I know what you're talking about, yeah. yeah. So, but you know what? I think that must be with a certain type of woman because I never had any problems with tofu products, uh, meatless product for me. Hmm. So it's like all those people that are like gluten-free people, and I don't understand that because I never had those kind of allergies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it has to be... Well, consider yourself lucky because it seems like it's really difficult to live as a gluten-free uh, person. There's a very, very restrictive diet that uh, that they have. Let me- and you have to tell everybody about it incessantly. <laughs> That's mean. Our co-host doesn't I do thought. that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I could never sympathize with them, and I never had problems with soy products, soy milk, tofu. I love all that stuff, and I never had any allergies. And and I and I still eat meat products. I was going to ask you: Are you are you completely anti-meat, or why did you move into the veggie-based stuff in the first place? Well, I I never. Um, I never was introduced to, I mean, I never knew about those things at all, except that I had a vegetarian friend, and I, when I had it, it was just so good. And then, you know, like, you, don't, you don't have to eat meat every single day like most Americans do. They, I mean, they, they I eat, eat meat like eat they're meat uh, mountain lions, day. you know? I mean, I mean, come on. We don't need to eat all that much meat, and yeah. it just feels so good. For I agree, Sarah. I think it's gross. <laughs> yeah, that much meat. I seriously do. I think I think it's gross to eat meat every single day. But I always feel guilty. I feel like ew. I have a dead body in my stomach digesting, and that's disgusting. But Ian and nobody meat don't is murder. I tasty, <laughs> juicy, delicious murder. I feel like mmm, mmm, good. <laughs> Sarah, anything else you want to share tonight? Well, I'm just thinking that, I mean, this is really good for our planet, too. Uh, Why? It's also good for people's health. Well, because um, um, it's actually cheaper to grow. um, It takes less land, less water to grow these soybeans or yellow peas or whatever they make. You know we have plenty of land, right? 
Well, yeah. Well, but, except the government you know, is sitting you know, on most of it. Yeah. It's being more resourceful. And if you could either uh, eat other things that you know that this is good for you and keep you healthier, it, and it then, does have uh, a bigger impact on the environment to raise cattle than it does to grow plants. Ian, it yeah, does. you have to gra- uh, grow plants to raise cattle, right? <laughs> the cattle right, eat but the, it, it's the exactly. plants. So then you're doing double to to grow the cattle. But the the cattle taste better. <laughs> so yeah, it's worth it, the it, effort. I don't think so. I don't think there's a meat product on earth that tastes better than mushrooms, broccoli. There are some mushrooms that I will that I'll have to join you on that, but mm. it, it depends. Sarah, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. So, okay. Bonnie, you found something you and uh, Sarah agree on. Yes. How's it feel? I mean, I don't know if we completely <laughs> agree on it. I don't eat soy. Well, That's I try true. Not yeah, to you, you make a you make an effort to avoid soy. It's hard actually. to avoid soy. Soy is in everything. It's in every single product it's, at the grocery store I work at, or at the sorry the, the snack, convenience the snack store foods I work at, and things like that. Right, almost every mm. single product. Yeah, it's pretty ubiquitous out there. Uh, I didn't ever, I never really thought to look on labels, but now you know we're always checking that at the grocery store, and it's it wasn't easy. It, it's not easy. And avoiding anything that has high fructose corn syrup and soy, there is nothing at the there's like two things I can eat at the Moose Mart. Wow. Including the moose? <laughs> yeah. 603-283-6160. Thank you, Sarah, for the call tonight. Yeah, Wiener, Wiener Schnitzel. Huh. Yeah, it's one of those hot dog places, apparently. World's most wanted wiener. Now, that's a fun uh, tagline. <laughs> I, you know, that's a good one. There is one in New Braunfels, Texas, and my mm-hmm. friend was always saying like, oh, the place is so good. We should go there. But I don't know. It just kind of creeped me out. There's good German food places in Texas too, so why would I go to a fast food? Yeah, I mean, hot if I place? if I'm going to get a hot dog, I generally don't think, oh, I should go out for that. Yeah, that's <laughs> <No>? true. <laughs> that's just not a not a gourmet hot dog. Kinda. But if you're going to go out for German, I think food. I need to go out for any food because I don't keep any in the house. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got more coming up here, and you can take control of the airwaves. So whether it's the Freedom Convoy and the latest on that, uh, Facebook also tumbled in the stocks yesterday, down twenty six percent. So they're having a tough time. We can I dance. Like the sound of that. We can do a little grave dancing uh, coming up here in uh, just a moment. Necromance, if you want to, we can bring dead <laughs> friends to life. But your friends aren't dead, and if they're not dead, then no friends of mine. 603-283-6160. And yes, nobody's back. This is Free Talk Live. You can join us. Free Talk Live, open phones, you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian. And Bonnie. And nobody. And, of course, you can uh, take control of the airwaves here. Bring up whatever is on your mind. Also, Free Talk Live brought to you by Freedoms Phoenix. That's Freedoms with an S phoenix.com you can go there and you can sign up for their daily dispatch and get the uh, latest on science technology historical findings liberty news government overspending and the rise of the police state if you want the newest and freshest stories and perspectives on current events from those who value liberty they've got it over there at freedomsphoenix.com freedomsphoenix.com as we continue here we're going to go to your phone calls and your thoughts 
He's Mac, calling us from Colorado. Mac, you're on Free Talk Live, watching us on our D Live stream. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, first, I want to say, oh, you just cut out there, Mac. Are you still with us? Oh man, Mac. Hello. Hey, we got you back. Go ahead. So you completely Hello. cut out there. Can you hear us? Oh man. Hello. Uh, can you hear us now, Mac? Last Hello. try. You cut out. Hello. Like Mac the Knife. We're going to put you on hold. Mm -hmm. We're going to try to bring you back here in just a moment. We'll check back with you. Something might be wrong with our phone lines. Every now and then our phones just go completely wacky uh, because they're uh, they're IP-based phones. So sometimes... Well, not to mention the NSA or in your interwebs messing with your tubes. Yeah, most definitely. (laughs) So we've been just covering throughout the show, I think for the most part throughout the whole show tonight... Uh, The latest on the Freedom Convoy that is continuing and has no plan to stop, even though they're now being sued, according to the uh, the Ottawa Citizen, which is a mainstream publication there in Ottawa, Canada, uh, saying that now there's a nine point eight million dollar lawsuit that is being filed against the organizers of the protest. They want to get an emergency injunction from a judge tomorrow. So by tomorrow night, we may have an update uh, on this particular story, and hopefully Captain Kickass will be following it closely uh, tomorrow because uh, Bonnie and I are actually going to be out. We're going to the uh, the Free State Project Porcupine Day <laughs> event tomorrow night, so that that'll, that'll be fun. Uh, but uh, so we're going to keep our eyes on this pr- this particular story as it continues to develop because, in my opinion, the trucker convoy is probably the most important freedom story on the planet right it's, now. It's the first thing that's given me any hope. In a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there's been a little bit of good news coming out of Europe, but, I mean, Australia is just depressing. It's Austria's were, turning into a police state. There were big again. Um, protests in Australia, but it's almost just depressing because they just got squashed and now they're right back to being a prison colony. Yeah, I mean, they just did the normal police thing and turned dogs loose on them. Hmm. Yeah, it's been really sad to watch. Although there's been some good news here in New Hampshire. Um, it's It's been prohibited as of last summer for the government to mandate vaccines. So that's a mm. thing. Uh, and if they get money from the government, they can't mandate vaccines. So the government uh, colleges cannot mandate vaccines, which is good. And they're really nice. upset about that. Um, and the uh, the free staters and the liberty activists there in the state house have been working on some good legislation coming up this year. How could... is it that now intellectuals don't want to think for themselves? What do you mean? To... Oh, the college people? Yeah, it used to be colleges were hotbeds of dissent. Right. And free now speech. now it's like, you know. They're they indoctrination just... centers. Yeah. God, it's so sad. A uh, little bit back to the the story from the Ottawa Citizen. Again, they're doing like an hour-by-hour hour updates on this protest. you remember Rob Ford? Do you remember Rob Ford from Toronto? He was the crack-smoking mayor. Oh, I thought it was Doug Ford. Or is that the- That's his brother. Uh. That's his brother. At least as far as, I'm, as, far as I know. I believe mm. they look very similar, so I'm pretty yeah. sure. You remember the crack-smoking mayor of, uh, of Toronto from a few no, years ago? No, I remember the crack-smoking mayor of Detroit. Or, or I'm Washington, sorry, D.C. D.C., oh. No, that was like the 80s, late 80s or whatever. Marion Barry. Marion Barry, That's what you're thinking yeah. of. No, there's a newer one. Was so, it, sorry, wasn't there a crack-smoking mayor of, or governor of Illinois, too? Or Indiana, whichever one the... Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. 
That's a good question. I think politicians would probably enjoy crack because it gives you that <laughs> megalomaniac feeling that, you know, it would build on their natural state. Their mm. psych- uh, psychopathy or sociopathy. Yeah. Uh, narcissism. So Doug Ford is uh, in the news here. Apparently he is the premier of Ontario. And so this is the brother of the crack smoking Hmm. mayor who's dead, by the way. Uh, Rob Ford died. And the the video of him smoking crack is pretty entertaining. So if you get a chance, you should look that one up. Was he he on the video when he died? No. No, he wasn't. But it's pretty entertaining nonetheless because he's just rambling like a fool. But uh, Doug Ford has called for the trucker protest to end, calls it unacceptable, uh, saying that it is no longer a protest. It's an occupation, said Ford at a media conference at a meeting of premiers. That Somebody focused, get him some crack. <laughs> <laughs> that focused mainly on health care funding in response to a question. He blasted the protesters in Ottawa, saying they are hurting families and businesses. Now, that... Now, isn't that a great case of what they said about accuse the other guy of what you're doing? (laughs) What do you think the government has been doing for this last two years of misery they've put us all through? Absolutely. They killed businesses. Even just calling it occupation. I googled the dictionary to be absolutely sure. It says the action, state, or period of occupying or being occupied by military force. Mm. So it's Mm. not an occupation. Also, they kind of live in Canada. So they're, I mean, can you (laughs) occupy your own country? I mean... Mm. I mean, you you kind of occupy it, but I mean, you're yeah. in it, but that's just the way you occupy a bathroom. <laughs> Occupado. He, <laughs> he says, folks, let's put an end to this. He and other premiers say they don't like having lockdowns, but for, or said Ford, but the public health measures were, quote, necessary and are, quote, being lifted as we speak. Then move the people who like that stuff into one city and let another city be free. Yeah. Well, and if it's true that they're actually lifting the measures, remember, we did see the Saskatchewan premier say that they're going to be lifting the uh, the COVID restrictions in Saskatchewan province. They don't want trucks showing up. And if it's true that uh, that they are lifting them in other places, then good. Once those are lifted, the truckers say they're going to go home. All yeah. you need to do is comply and this will all be over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Ontario is apparently gradually removing the public health measures and plans to have most of them gone by the middle of March, which means you can plan to have the truckers gone by the middle of March. Stop resisting. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. I mean, that's just another quick update on that particular story. Again, if you want to weigh in, you can. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283. 2836160 Facebook was in the news recently for being a big loser yesterday apparently their shares plummeted more than 20% in one day and it couldn't have happened to uh you know a nicer bunch of wow, folks right yeah uh, they they revealed that there are now 500,000 fewer daily logins to Facebook and declining profits Zuckerberg's uh, Zuckerberg's going to have to take that job at the Ministry of Truth. <laughs> Are they offering him one? I, I I don't think there actually is a Ministry of Truth yet. <laughs> that was from 1984. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, they basically the equivalent of that, right? Oh, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. And Twitter. Right. Uh, Facebook has reported nearly half Coordinate, a million. Coordinated, of course, by the government. So they're down to 1.93 billion users only. 1.93 billion users logging in each day. So down. Cell 411 will be catching up any day now. 
<laughs> Facebook's parent company saw its pl- uh, stock plunge 22.6% during after-hours trading on Wednesday. I don't know. Isn't it funny how it doesn't work out well when you run a communications pro- platform and you won't let people communicate? To talk to one another, mm-hmm. yeah. You will talk, but you will say only the things we tell you to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can just leave Facebook and go to somewhere where you actually do have more freedom to speak, like I ours. haven't. Our social media site, which is social.freetalklive.com. What were you going to say? I haven't been on Facebook once since I've been out of jail. Oh, nice. And do you feel better? Um, I feel better now. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. But but no, I mean, Facebook, I, I don't think it was doing me much harm because I didn't believe them. I just, the, the nice thing about the Facebook cha- uh, fact checkers is it tells you what the government's lying about. Well, that's true. <laughs> There's uh, more coming up here in moments. The number 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. The number, if you want to join the show in these remaining moments, is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Whatever you want to discuss, we can talk about it here. Tonight, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And nobody. Don't forget to join us online over at freetalklive.com. We've got archives there. If you want to download an episode or a bunch of episodes, you can do that for free anytime you want at freetalklive.com you can also join our chat server just go to chat.freetalklive.com it is a matrix server that means it's open source that means it is self-hosted that's also federated so you can connect from our matrix server to other matrix servers elsewhere on the planet and vice versa the matrix is real neo i love it too um (laughs) oh by the way bonnie saw those movies for the first time recently yeah i heard about about that. that yeah I've been I'm doing Matrix quotes tonight. Did you see the new one? Have you seen the? the I have one? not seen the new one. I I heard that that it was missable. We liked it. We really yeah? liked yeah, it. We liked okay. it. Okay, I might was, give it a shot. I, I still think it's the fourth worst Matrix movie. Like it's the wor- like I it's not agree, the best, but, but I still like it. And it Arya, well, you don't have to be the best Matrix movie to be a great movie. No, it was yeah. fun. It was. It was. Arya good time. said she thought it might be the best, but then I think she kind of walked that back and said second best to okay. the first. But it. It is a really good Was movie. she hanging out with that crack-smoking uh, mayor? <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. Uh, she just really liked it. We're going to go back to your calls. We're going to try Mac again here. I uh, checked him during the break. He's back there. We seem to have a good connection now. Mac, are you with us? Hello? Hey, we got you. Oh, go can ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. Awesome. Hi. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say uh, welcome back, nobody. I Thank like you. I hearing your voice. Thank you. Um, second, uh, so I know it was about a year two years ago, maybe a little longer. I know you guys were promoting the Divi project. Yeah, Divi. It's a I'm, cryptocurrency. Yeah, and I was just calling to see if there was any new updates about that because I haven't heard you guys talk about that in forever. I have not heard what, if any, new updates there they are, but uh, I do know the Divi price. I'm just looking at it right now over at CoinGecko.com. It is definitely up compared to what it was a couple of years ago. Uh, it's up quite a bit. Actually, What's it, it hit a, it hit an all time high. It looks like maybe at the beginning of December, and right now it is at not quite an all time high, but a darn close. I would say like third to like the third highest high of all time. So definitely higher than it was when we were promoting it, which is nice for those who held on to it. Nice. Yeah. Well, from what I've been checking, it just seems like it's back to where it previously was as far as all time highs. Um. 
But yeah, uh, I'm looking I, at the mat. I'm looking at the chart here, and it's definitely up. So, uh, oh, yeah. up quite I a know. bit. Today is a green green for all crypto today. Uh, pick, I know Bitcoin just went back up to forty one thousand. Yeah, I just saw uh, that. Forty two. Happy. Um, yeah, I think we were yeah. promoting Divi back in like 2019 or something when it was probably like between one and four cents or something like that. What's it at now? And it's at about 8.6 cents right now. Nice. So, okay. is it uh, mostly, is that a uh, project mostly prominent in New Hampshire or? No, not what? at all. Do you know? Uh, the guy who we met him, uh, the dude behind Divi, his name is Jeff and, or one of the guys, and he was uh, somebody we met at Anarchapulco. I believe he lives in Costa Rica. If I recall correctly, okay. So no, um, there's virtually no presence that I'm aware of here in New Hampshire. The big ones up here are probably Bitcoin Cash, Dash, and uh, Monero. Those would probably be the top three. And, and it's been a while. I'm not in the crypto scene. I love now. that you didn't mention Bitcoin itself. Who uses Bitcoin? Nobody. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, not me. Well, right. I mean, so as far as like, I'm talking about people that use cryptocurrencies, yeah. not yeah. talking about, I'm sure there's a bunch of people that have Bitcoin BTC. Oh, sure. But but they don't actually utilize it mm-hmm. for, for anything except holding on to. Uh, but as well, far it's as, turned into a banker coin. The, the fees yeah. are too high. Yeah, it's really sad. Uh, what happened with uh, with that? And and from what it I understand, it was version one though. You sure. don't expect to be using version one point oh twenty years that's into true. your career. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there is going to be, I believe, a big party coming up in Manchester in the next few weeks. They're going to have the fifth, the five hundredth consecutive Bitcoin meetup. Nice. That's wow. happening there. So uh, yeah, that's kind of a big deal, I guess. So the the community here is very strong. And again, that's me speaking from the outside. I don't really get to do anything with crypto anymore. I can't even spend. Uh, I had to spend goldbacks tonight when I bought uh, my fun noodle soup in uh, in Keen because I'm not allowed to use cryptocurrency. So I, I doubt it's changed though because Bitcoin Cash has constantly been pretty popular here. Uh, and again, Monero. I think the, the the crypto community here likes privacy coins, so it's definitely a popular one. Does that answer your questions, Mac? Yeah, for, for the most part, yeah. Um, oh, that's pretty much all I called for today. All right. Th- hey, is there anything going on in Colorado for crypto? Like, what's what what are things like out there? Uh, I don't ever hear people talk about crypto out here. Oh, it's, sad. It seems to be like just mostly, if anything, just an underground movement. So, hmm. why aren't you here? <laughs> uh, uh, there's days that I want to move there, but uh, you know, obligations do the same old excuses. So. It happens. Yeah, it's going to get harder and harder to uh, make excuses for not living in New Hampshire as New Hampshire gets freer and freer. And uh, I suspect people will feel more like the pull is inevitable if they actually you know, want to see more liberty in their lifetime. Mac, thanks for the call, man. I uh, definitely appreciate hearing from you. Uh, by the way, I was looking here at the coin map, which, to be fair, isn't the most in-date sort of uh, thing looking over at uh, denver colorado oh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things there on the coin map in denver but they're mostly crypto vending machines a lot of times these big cities don't even have near as many uh, crypto accepting locations as even little keen new hampshire does yeah ann arbor has has lots of vending machines but there's there's no place you can buy some you can't buy any crypto great soup yeah. yeah, same with San Antonio when I lived there. I found on the map that there were several ATMs. I went and looked at one, um, and it was one of those cloud ATMs, whatever it's the called. The coin cloud or coin whatever? Coin cloud. Yeah. But I didn't see anywhere that 
was around me that actually accepted crypto. Yeah, it looks like uh, it looks like Denver, Colorado. Once you factor out the ATM population, has not even as many Bitcoin accepting businesses as Keene, New Hampshire. I mean, mm-hmm. on but there's numbers. a lot of things to do there when you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> and what's that a reference to? <laughs> Movie called Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Let's go to El Conejo. He's on the line in uh, somewhere out west. Go ahead, El Conejo. So I'm still trying to promote uh, the hashtag Crypto Convoy 2020. So I want to make an offer to all the truckers up there in Ottawa. Yeah. If you make if you make a little video of yourself uh, saying Crypto Convoy 2020, uh, 2022. Excuse me, 2022. What year is it? I'm always saying 2020. On New Year's (laughs) Eve, I said when I said the countdown, I said, "Yay, it's 2020," which was really creepy. I didn't mean to say that. 2020 was really creepy. That was the beginning of the scamdemic. (laughs) Okay, sorry about that, Conejo. El Conejo. So, if the truckers make a video of themselves with hashtag Crypto Convoy 2022. Yeah. So in your in your Twitter post, just uh, up, post your QR code either in your video or in your post, and kind of just show what's going on on the ground, prove you're there, and to say the date and time. Uh, Crypto Convoy 2022 Hong Kong. <laughs> um, Hong Kong's not part of the hashtag. Yeah. Hong Kong, Crunchy. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, send a hundred dollars in Monero to the first two truckers who do that, or people running the wow. kitchen. You're gonna send them filthy dollars. Monero. Oh, in Monero. Okay, that's great. <laughs> <Monero. Groovy>. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. There's actually somebody. Convoy 2022. Is this you on uh, Twitter that's using that hashtag? There's one one guy on Twitter that's using uh, hashtag Crypto Convoy 2022. Don't dox his Twitter. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> I'm following that account now. Uh, hey, uh, th- anything else you want to share, El Conejo? No, honk honk. <laughs> Love it, honk, man. Honk. Thanks for the call honk, tonight. Honk. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, still really want to hear from those organizers. I'm going to have to try to find another way to reach them. Maybe I can contact them through this uh, this new Christian Give, Send, Go fundraising site where they've got what, a new fundraiser. What if they up. take the, this down because they say they it's might. like not Christian? They might. I don't know. I mean, it isn't necessarily Christian. It's not really anti-Christian. It may be that the lady who created it is a Christian and mm. that might be good enough. I don't know. Uh, apparently there's an image, I don't know if this is for real, but somebody updated the GoFundMe Wikipedia page where it says type of site. They changed it to theft. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Instead of what? Whatever the hell it used to say, fundraiser or something like that. Yeah. At least they didn't steal my money when they shut me down. What did they shut you down for? They shut me down for being me. Uh, I was, was it during your campaign? No, it was when, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Derek J was raising money for me when I was in jail. Mm. Oh, this last year? No, no, before oh, that. A decade ago? Yeah, when I was oh, in wow. for the weed. Oh, wow. Wow. They shut you down back then. Wow, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I did just check their uh, GoFundMe. The, the Wikipedia page for GoFundMe says theft under type of site. Nice. <laughs> Tell some truth once in a while. Well, nobody's back, and he's going to be coming back in a few times uh, this coming week, so you're going to hear a lot more nobody in the coming days on Free Talk Live. Meanwhile, we'll see you tomorrow night at freetalklive.com.